I'm Ryan Johnson. I'm Tyler Schmidt. I'm Lou Janu. And this is Car Talk, a podcast about trading cards. We're here to teach you everything you need to know about flipping cards. Whether it's the next breakout rookie, a new Magic the Gathering release on the way, or Pokemon's 25th anniversary, we'll break it all down. So sit back and listen up. Those cards collecting dust in your closet could make you some real cash. Welcome to Card Talk. All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Card Talk. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Tyler and Lou. A lot to get into in today's episode, but in case Tyler and Lou forgot, we are officially five weeks away from the national. It's five now? What were we last week? Six weeks away. No. And next week will be four weeks away. Oh, my. I mean, really busy news day, huh? Really busy news day. A lot going on. Ryan, are you excited for the national? Are you preparing for it? Yeah, so that was kind of our... uh, You guys are going to laugh, but like seriously, like that is kind of the thing now is... It's what did we do today to prepare for the national? Every day, 100%. I'm setting up, right? And we're bringing a bunch of stuff to sell and, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of different things. So preparing now. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. What are, Like, do you get home at night and you're like, all right, what did I do today that made the national a better experience for me in five weeks? No, so Reg, Reg was in, uh, my wife was in Nashville for a bachelorette party last weekend. So I went through, like, all of the extra inventory. So you just had the time to really get, get prepped. Prepped. Yep. Did did you grease your storage case? Like no, didn't get the wheels. No, nah, nothing like that. But you know, I've got all this like just random like rookies inserts, parallels, you know, cheaper autos and jerseys that had just been sitting on for so long. And I went through nineteen four row boxes. Just hey, th- these are rookies and inserts. This is all stuff we're taking. And so then what we do is we take it to the shop, get sorted, then we price it. But every day, if we can sort three four row boxes by sport. Then we can break down sport by, you know, price figure ones, twos, fives, tens, right? And then you can continue to progress. Then once you get it separated, you sleeve it. And then we're one step closer to being ready to go. Well, look, you got 35 days. So, but, but again, keep in mind, we can get into a little bit on like what's on your mind. Show season's here. Yeah. There's less weeks than more weeks until the national. You're not wrong. Like yeah, we're closer to it than not close. Planning on going to the, the Causeway show in Boston, TD Garden, 10th and the 11th. I was going to go to that show. Yeah, 10th and the 11th. Huh. Um, I love New Boston, so. It is great. I love it. And then we've got Dallas and Atlanta the next weekend. Yeah, great cities, both of them. Four days right there, right? Thursday, Friday in Dallas probably, or Saturday, Sunday in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Then you come back and you got a week. Then I leave Monday. Mm-hmm. So there's not a lot of time. So it's more or less tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah, like you might as well like pack your bags. Have you started packing? It's more or less like we counted out the, you know, we counted out the Clippers and Lou's like, no, they're in. And <laughs> Lou said, so, you know, it's losing. Like, we're like, the Clippers? We're, we're pretty much looking at the Clippers. Yeah, we're pretty much looking at, <laughs> sure enough. Down to one, Kawhi is half a leg. Sure enough, three in a row. Get silver on the line. Something smells fishy. But they're finished. Oh, yeah. They're too Suns? Suns in four? I mean, literally, the Suns had to put out a post yesterday because now everyone's just beating each other up in, in the Valley. There's no one I love more than Devin Booker, especially for being like, I need this man's info. But he definitely sparked something that he didn't realize that he was sparking at the time. Is it the first like guy knocks a dude out of the game? That gets encouraged. For <laughs> to be fair, that guy definitely did the right thing, according to like all the the information yeah. but there's now gonna be dope so you start doing stupid stuff it's a it's a crazy situation to be the good guy for knocking someone out yeah it's kind of a cool position to be it feels invincible all right so show season was on my mind 
Ty Lu, what look, what are you guys thinking about today? What's on my mind is I just moved in uh, back into the city and I have been traveling a lot. There's a lot going on back home in Jersey and I it's currently ten oh six on the East Coast. Verizon shows up with Wi Fi at noon. I'm in the office recording right now, so it's kind of, I'm on like, oh, you know, I'm on neutral turf. It's like a neutral game for me right now. It's not a home game. But the point I'm trying to get to and make is that I have so much mail to open at my house, mainly the 137 cards, because I was in this transition period for the last three, four weeks. I didn't, I, I just couldn't pull it off. But I have a massive live upcoming with a ton of 137 unboxing. And so I want to appreciate everyone's patience. Because that is about to kick off tomorrow. We're doing a little show goes live, recap the show, IG live, open a ton of stuff. As well as my Levi's stuff that I picked up, Rashford Osaka, Haley Biebs, because that stuff's hitting on eBay. And I also wanted to apologize because in the same vein, I've been slow in shipping out the Prism basketball break that we did for free giveaways. And people are upset about it, and I respect it, mm-hmm. but I'm working on it. You know, I'm busy running a little bit of 137, 137pm.com. So tomorrow is my world's greatest IG live. And so, yeah, I just laid all the excuses out on the table. And I also missed a penalty kick in a nil-nil game last night, my first game back on the pitch. And I'm gutted. Absolutely For gutted. sports back? Back. The most back. More back That's than exciting. some might say they were. Yeah. Competition. Yeah. But I'm, I'm pissed. happy about that. I sailed it. I, I sailed it over the crossbar. Yeah, well, it's classic Christian Pulisic type stuff. I mean, he buries it. It was more like a, you know, Gareth Bale. But you know, we'll get there. And the other thing on my mind is that the Danish national team is the greatest, arguably the greatest sports story in the last 15 years. Okay. <laughs> I'm a, yeah. I'm gonna be telling my grandkids about the Danish team in Euro 2021. You might be. Yeah. No, I will be. What's on my mind is I tried to watch some hockey last night. For the first time in a really long time, I'm expanding, expanding my horizons, and I immediately open to an eight nothing Islanders <laughs> defeat. <laughs> the Islanders lost eight nothing last night. Eight to nothing last night. <laughs> oh my god! Where are they at in the series? They're now down three two. Yeah, they're I now mean, down. This guy on the footy pitch last night was lambasting about how the Islanders are lifting the cup. Oh my god! They've they've been playing pretty well. They've been playing pretty well, and now they just got smoked until they ran into the USSR last night. (laughs) Yeah, they ran into the 1980 USSR team. (laughs) Lightning are defending champs, right? Yes, they are. They are. They are. They are. They are. I'll go out on a limb on that one. They are. You can wear that one if you're wrong because I have no. Uh, I'm 92 percent sure that they are. (laughs) That's less than I wanted. I was thinking about it in a card sense, and I could definitely see where the hockey fans are Mm. like. Why don't more people like our cards, right? But I do think it's like the NBA on a zillion right now. We're like, no one cares about regular season hockey. Like, no one cares about it. So it's hard to get people fired up. It's hard to get people fired up about that throughout the season and keep the interest high. Listen, I'm going to be real. Between F1 and proper football, like hockey's taking a beating. The rise of tennis, you know, people are paying attention. We got. I wonder how many dope. people watched the hockey game last night versus watched F1 last weekend. I would imagine that hockey's more, but it's probably closer than we think. F1 is huge. And just wait till the Tour de France comes around. France. France. So, yeah, that's what's on my mind. But I'm excited for all that lies ahead. I have all my cards in the city, so I can start doing some more card content, start doing some buying, some selling. 
purple. I missed the train. There's a purple Booker Prism on eBay that the dude just keeps jacking the prices up. And another thing that's on my mind is I went soft. I was negotiating with a dude on a WADA 8.5 Pokemon Blue and just just couldn't get it to where I pulled the trigger. And it's probably a regretful decision. Yeah, I did that on eBay the other day. I tweeted about it too. Had a card I wanted, didn't bid enough. I thought it was going to be enough. I was like, there's no way this card goes for this. And I'm thinking about it. I'm like, I should have totally paid more on this. And you just instant regret. Instant, instant, instant regret. You're a little bit more active on Twitter nowadays. Yeah, a little bit more. I try to be try to be a little... I feel like you're in the mix there. I enjoy it. Nice. Respect. All right. Um, we have a... We, are, are we, should I take... Rye, you wanted to take the day off a little bit. I'll steal your transition. <laughs> We're going to kick off this new segment. It might be a one-time segment. It might be a one-off, as I might call it. You know, it's called eBay Chatter or, you know, Let's Play on eBay. And so I'm going to share my screen here. We're going to have to be overtly descriptive, guys, remember, when we're talking, because some people listen, they don't watch. So we got to be overtly descriptive. Right. So let me see. Let me do the old screen trick. The oldest trick in the book. So Tyler is now opening up eBay.com. And he's going to share his screen. Ryan, I got this. You see it? Yep. Not yet. I don't see it yet. Neither do the listeners. Oh, you got to bring it in. Where's the producer on that one? (laughs) Jay. All right, here we go. If you if uh, wait, so just to pause Tyler for a second, if you look on his screen right now, he has five notifications, which is very, very interesting. And there's a lot of video games and is recently viewed. So for the listeners, I want you to know Tyler is heavily into video games. I'm I'm big on video games right now. Yeah. Bomberman feels like a buy. Interesting. Golden High also does. And then the greatest rainbow of cards of all time, Devin Booker. But so what we're gonna do here is we're gonna do just a little classic you know, eBay search followed by some chatter and we're going to go around. People are going to throw thoughts out. Lou, what am I looking up? Let's do, Oh, I know a good one. Wander Franco oh. auto. Wander Franco auto. So yep. talk to me, big call up this week. Am I doing water Franco? You want Don't PSA do PSA? Cause the point I'm going to get to is that there aren't a lot of PSA tens of this card of his, uh, sorry, I should have done Wander Franco first, but that's okay. We can, that's okay. we can, we can do Wander Franco. Wander, I don't know Wander, hold up. Wanda got called up yesterday, I believe. Number one, one of the hottest prospect. prospects. Yes, number one prospect, one of the hottest prospects in a long time. I'm very, very excited to see him get some at-bats. I actually weirdly, just in my brain of knowing baseball, and I think there's been like a weird reaction to a couple guys who have come up and not hit so well, i.e. Joe Adele or Jared Kalanick. I weirdly want Wander to struggle a little bit, and I want to see how people react to that so they can like get their head around the fact that not everyone comes up and hits a thousand home runs the minute they get up. It's a fair point. So what are we looking through here? I'm doing a little Lots scrolling. of sales in the last day. I'm actually surprised oh, yeah. by that. Right. I mean, you don't just... come across those people? No, no, no. Meaning you don't cross them is what I meant. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you got to respect the game. And so when Wander gets called up, I get it. People act. What What are we looking at here? So Bowman's Best is that there's a few different releases throughout the year. I've always thought of Bowman's Best as like not that interesting of a product for me to buy. Okay. Um, but obviously I was wrong if a blue auto out of 150 is doing 500 for a PSA 10. Yep. That's his best offer accepted though. I would assume that did more because if you look, there's a PSA 10 base auto above it. That's sold. What is the, when do they do the cross off? When do they not do the cross off? So that's a start. So cross off is when it's put up for a buy it now or best offer. The $500 one says one bid. It was put up at $500 with best offers being accepted. So they were intending to put it at an auction. Then they're like, Hey, we'll take an offer. If somebody wants to end it early, that's where the one bid comes in. Cause if you look right here, there's a 685, 87 
for Wander Franco Bowman's best PSA 10 base auto that sold the same day. So I can't imagine the blue auto sold for less than a base PSA 10 did. That's a great point. The more you know. What is the card? What is the, the Bowman auto? first? I would do, uh, it's 2019 Bowman Baseball, I believe. So just do 2019 Wander Franco Auto. Okay. See what comes up. Yeah. Okay. It's this bad boy. Actually, try to type in first. Go up to ta- go to Am the type. First, like that? Yeah, like that. That's fine. See first Bowman Chrome Auto right there. Yes, that's the one. So that one right. right there. That's a PSA 9. Looks like, but... he, looks like he's coming around second. Heading to yeah. third. Potentially. A little, a little trot. Yeah, so okay. the, the thing I wanted to get at here was the I, th- I believe the PSA 10 pop is like in the 300 range for this. Maybe no, 100 something for this. Yeah. It's very, very low. And it also spoke to me to like the, a lot of these autos, these Bowman autos are going to, we're going to Beckett. So getting a PSA 10 is mm. pretty hard to come by. Right here. This is the base, right? Mm-hmm. June 16th, which might've been a little bit before call up. Yes. I got call up yesterday, so. Yeah, I was trying to buy one in Dallas, a nine five for like three grand, I believe. And what's Wander's game? Just bombs all day. Yeah, he's a really he's like a professional hitter. That's how I would describe him. Nice. All right, Mister Johnson, swing me a search term. What do we got? I want to search super generic because I want to see the overall like, markets. So, yep. Uh, I'm just searching PSA ten. Oh, legend. PSA ten. So we're just gonna search eBay. Let's just start at the base and let's just let's just start at the generic and let's just see what's sold. Yep. And we're unsold. So this is literally the last not shocking. The last PSA ten thing sold on eBay is a lot of ten Michael Jordan cards. NBA Hoops Fleer All Star Playground. I thought they did it. See, people still know how to sneak in the PSA ten nine question mark question mark. Yeah, that should be banned. It is banned, but let's scroll. Let's scroll. A little Teddy Bridge over the head. Otani. Oh, a little 137, 97 hoops, Kobe. I'm going to keep scrolling. I'm going to pick up the scroll speed. So LeBron. Tell me if you want LeBron to stop. Tavares Jackson. What? 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 A Tavares Jackson sale. Yeah, Tavares Jackson. Someone someone clearly was a Vikings fan or something. Oh, Melvin Gordon. Uh, that's one that's definitely down. Jimmy Butler, PS10, 300 oboe. Yeah, that's pretty low. All right, so this is, this is a question I want, I'm curious about, right? I've been thinking about this a lot. PSA mentioned... They're going to, you know, I saw Nat was in, an, I think it was an interview he did, or it was a quote. I don't remember what it was, but he mentioned like, we want to grade cheaper cards again. Like, I, I think this is, I'm curious about this in terms of like the market when PSA opens back up, because that's supposed to be July 1st. That's nine days from now. You know, we're recording this on the 22nd. And do you see a John Morant Chronicles rookie PSA 10 do 85 or best offer, right? Like, are the day, are those, are the, you know, are we getting the days back when PSA is grading cards for 15 bucks for six months? Or are you expecting a $50 price? Because if that is, like, are we going to see these types of cards getting graded again by PSA? I'm not sure. What I'll be frank with you. What is on my mind is CSG definitely, or, or, or SGC lower tier grades because there's definitely what we're not going to do. People want the cards in the holders. Agreed. That they want it in something over it being raw. Is PSA going to be able to put out low cost grading at the volume that people are going to want? I'm not sure. And does PSA want to do that? With a, with a quick enough turnaround. That's what I mean. To do it, the volume at a, at a speed that is in eight months. because. What 
you know, if you are one of these up and comers, I think you don't touch the high end stuff and you just go low end and pretty much your business model is just slab these cards so that they are, you know, in the holder for the in the volume market. Yeah. And that was my argument when we talked originally when PSA shut down the first time was, is, you know, someone's not going to pull a lamella ball prism and say, hey, I'm not going to grade this at all. Right. Some people are going to spend the three you know, plus hundred dollars and get it graded by PSA. But you can see with the John Morant, you know, Chronicles, PSA 10 flux. Like if somebody wants that card graded, I just, I'll be curious to see if PSA is going to be an option for that, or if that's still going to remain like an SGC type play. Like I said, I, I think there's value in certain cards getting graded that low because people do want their, like Tyler said, people want their card slab. So I think it'll be interesting to see what happens the next, you know, 10, 10 days or two weeks or five weeks leading up to the national. I can't foresee a scenario where PSA turns down money. So they, they will have an option for that. But if that option puts you back in the same boat you're in right now, where you're shut down for three months in the, or, you know, yeah, what's it been? It's been three months, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're shut down for three months. The only thing you're taking is 300 plus dollars. Like I, that can't be a profitable business model. No, I think, well, they're not taking it now, so it won't be the same position. You'll be able to send it there, I think, is what I'm getting. Oh, at. Agreed. Until you get so many cards, you shut down again. No, I would, as I said from the beginning, I would hope that they have spent some time putting thought and action against building out their logistics and like their back end to be able to handle that type of volume. In the same way that SGC did, right? Like, I was the number one. Like, she's going to get flooded and they're going to shut down again, and I was wrong about that. So clearly, they did something to build up their back end to be capable of handling a volume because they're definitely getting a lot of cards i just at some point there's a certain number of cards that no matter what psa can't handle in a day sure but i like i don't know if we're at a place you'd have to grade the cards faster i think if we're talking about that john morant at eight i don't even know so it's a 2019 2020 panini chronicles john morant flux i'm not sure what yeah some chronicles strike through of 84 bucks what i'm trying to say is Personally, and this is a newer stance for me, Rye, you're going to probably bury me, but rather than wait the time and spend the PSA prime money to get a card that's valued at probably 75 bucks when I either pulled it out of a pack or paid probably 25 bucks for it, I just want it in plastic so that I can sell it. And PSA is probably not the viable option based on where the market is for that card. So my argument isn't going to be like, and it's not even about grading that card, whether it's with SGC, Beckett, PSA, it's not any of the companies. My argument is like that card is, is, is past, right? John Morant's not the hottest thing in the market, but when Trevor Lawrence comes out and Trevor Lawrence has rookies in mode called collegiate mosaic that comes out soon, or has a spectra patch auto from Chronicles draft picks, or has a elite, you know, rookie out of 799, somebody's going to grade that card. Right. Mm-hmm. It may not sell for that much money a year from now. No different than that jostled for probably 200 a year ago. Right. Somebody's still going to want it graded. The option to grade is still going to be what people want to do on their newer stuff. So I, I don't think people are going to want to go away from grading. But the question is going to be, can PSA grade a card for $30 in less than like, what's the time period where like, hey, oh, yeah. I would send it to PSA versus, you know, SGC. That's the trade-off. Right. SGC is 30 bucks, two weeks. What's PSA going to be at for 30 bucks? Lose driving across country to PSA, showing up, pitching a tent, sleeping in the lobby for six and a half weeks 
to bring home his Tyler Hero base rookies. Hundred percent. I just yeah, I'll pick up. Well. I'll pick up Tyler's Michael Porter Jr. as well. There. <laughs> I think that what also could be interesting, Rye, is if there's I, this is not PSA's job, but it's almost like it's going to force people to start getting more wider lens with what they're buying, right? And what they're sending in. Because if if Agreed. let's say there's let's say there's no timeline, right? And I understand what you're saying. Like you're gonna want a maximum eight week timeline to get your cards back for thirty dollars and blah blah blah. If they were like, hey, it's thirty dollars, but you might get it back in three months, you might get it back in nine months, you might get it back in ten months. It depends on how long we're gonna how long we're gonna how packed we're gonna be, right? What does that do then for people sending in their cards? Are they gonna be quote unquote smarter or more judicious about what they're sending in? Or are they still just going to send in everything when you don't know what's going to happen? Yeah. And I, uh, like I said, I think the big thing is where's PSA's price point going to be, right? You know, a year ago, there was a $12 option. At $12, you'd send in a lot of things and not care when they came back. Because if you pulled that jaw out of a pack that was $20 and you pulled, you know, Chronicles was loaded with rookies and you pick the best three and you send them in and you get two tens and a nine, you're getting 70 bucks for the tens and you're getting 40 bucks for the nine, right? That's $180 on a pack. You have $20 in and $36 to grade. So you're at 56 for 180. That's three X on your money in eight months. And you just, you know, you continuously send a couple cards in, you get them back and then you move them. But then everybody does it and the market gets flooded. Are you guys buying Conor McGregor? I have a couple. UFC Prism Color, Conor McGregor is, we talked about this pre-show, I'm not, I don't like doing this. That is one of the single best things you can buy, in my opinion. Interesting. Color UFC is extremely good. So he's playing, what's his name? He's fighting Dustin July 10th. Okay. Can we talk about Devin Booker market up for a second? Because that's a, I see an $1,100 sale on a 2015 Panini Prism Devin Booker. Yeah, he's going to the finals. And that's up. That's definitely up. That's up from like, it was. It says 1100 oboe. Not strike though. That's sold at that number. No, no way. Well, oboe, it would strike through at that number. What are you talking about? Ty, last three sales. That did, you're, you're right on that. I was wrong. Mm-hmm. 1099, 1100, 1375 at bids, 1050 at bids. 1375 at bids? Someone was excited. 1100, 925. 1525 at bids on Sunday. So, question. This is a fun, quick topic of combo. The difference in why Trey down, Booker up. Some might say Trey has overperformed and Booker's doing what was somewhat expected. Is Am, am I wrong with that take? Trey has already overperformed. Trey has like overperformed in the playoffs, and I feel like it would impact his card market healthy. And I feel like Booker... Or they're doing narrative-wise. This far into the playoffs, who has been more surprising, Trey or Booker? See, I think Trey's been more surprising of the two. Agreed. Yet, Trey's car market is trending slightly down based on the combo we had. And Booker is, but I also is, think, he- is know, healthy up. Yeah, but it also, it also goes back to supply and demand. That's what I. That's what was on my head. There's a ton of trade stuff. It's there's, there's way not, more trade yeah, stuff. Than there's it's really stuff. like the twenty. You know, I'm trying to think who the 2016 class is. But 2016 like 2016 basketball, your yeah, boy that Ben 20, Simmons, Pascal Siakam, Brandon Ingram, Buddy Heald. It's pretty much why you don't hear about any of those cards ever, other than maybe Brandon Ingram. But he, I mean, gets, Siakam was hot he for gets a mentioned for ten days. Yeah, Siakam was a flash in the pan playoff run. Is Siakam better than Ben Simmons? They're both fairly irrelevant in the grand scheme of things 
I see. I don't. Th- I don't think the Raptors were trading Pascal Siakam for for Ben Simmons. The Philly fans were burning my guy Ben Simmons jerseys. See, that's just disrespectful. Burning. And if you're a fan, you don't do that. But it's population. It's population, right? It's it's supply. Base twenty eighteen nineteen twenty stuff. The supply is just crazy comparatively to really twenty fifteen down. I think that's looking at Booker and Trey right now based on their performances speaks to it. You want to do one last little random search here? Yeah, what are you thinking? What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? I don't think Ryan's aware of where F1 actually stands money-wise. Okay. Dollars and cents-wise. How do you feel about that? We can do a little quick F1 search. Yeah, I just like, I I just, I'm so big on like stick to what you know. I don't know anything about F1. I don't watch it. Like, Can I, I get you to watch about- the Netflix show? I just want you to watch it because I want you to watch it because we're friends. Yeah, maybe I'll, I'll I'll watch it. It's just like... I just want you to get into it with me. Like, I think we should bring this up here, right? Because we talk a lot about F1 on here. But like, I think we should also have a disclaimer that like, you should also do your research and not just take somebody's opinion that says like, hey, and this isn't anything against Lou. This is anybody in general. Like, hey, I think this guy's a good buy. This guy's a good buy. This guy's a good buy. That's how people get smoked. That's how you lose money, right? As you just hear somebody like you have no idea what their credentials are. You have no idea like what they're watching or what they know or what their intentions are. Like if you're not doing your research and you're not taking the time to look it up, that's how you get smoked on some of these cards. I agree wholeheartedly. This sold today. I said only you can spend your money. This card sold today. The card title is a 2018 Donner's Explosion Optic Gold. It's an Optic Gold and Bop, a PSA 10, sold for 6,500 Oboe. Classic oh, Oboe. I wonder what it actually sold for. Well, you can find that. Yeah, check that out real quick. But uh, now that just personally, I'm a huge fan of this uh, of this insert. And I, I have... Uh, I have the Sancho Silver. You think that's low or high? Uh, uh, off the top of my head, I'm not sure. I mean, I don't know. Like, it could be 4000 or it could be 6200 So I can't make that call without knowing. You want to take a guess what it sold for? My guess what it sold for, $3,800. Uh, 45 47 $47, final answer. Lou, any guess? I was going to say 51 3325 Really? So this guy decided to listen to the $3,325 on the gold? Yep, I have no, I had no comment. It's a good point. I think it's goodbye. I like this insert personally, but but that's my. I like this card as a collector. It's just I like this insert. All right, let's uh, let's move on. That was a fun little eBay search, just seeing what the market's doing right now and chatting. But let's get into play of the week again. Play of the week is brought to you by eBay, your number one stop for all things cards and collectibles. And again, if you are new here, this is a little segment we do where Jason, the producer, fields plays from you, the listeners, and Tyler, Lou, and I have not seen them prior to the show. So we will flip through them and we'll talk about them as we see them live. So again, we have no prior knowledge to these and then we will pick a winner. And I just want to quickly, you know, there was a comment, a single comment. I'm a big YouTube comment guy. There was a single comment last episode. Someone said we were packing it in. Someone said we were packing in play of the week. And so this is a big 10 minutes for the show right now. Focus <laughs> Speaks up. volumes to our producers. <laughs> set us up yeah. for success. All right. So this is from JP3Cards on IG. 
It says, purchase this lot of four Tom Brady first year Bucks Spectre cards back in December for $100. I thought these had decent potential, especially if the Bucks made a run, and of course they did. I do collect Brady, but never intended to keep these long term. Brady stuff continues to trend upward, even in the current market, so I figured the time was right. Sold three of the cards this past weekend from the exact lot for $675. The best part is the last card remaining from that lot happens to be the most expensive one. I know we don't count things until they sell, but overall, can't complain, and we'll put the money back into personally more desirable Brady's. All right, so it says the auction he bought was a Tom Brady 2020 Prism Spectra lot. That's all it says. And you can see he sold a neon blue a black prism at a 99, a black silver prism, I think's what it says, and then a Spectra Hyper at a 25. So I'm going to assume the one he had would have been like at a 10 or 15. I can't quite tell. It might be a pink die cut maybe. Hard to say. Well, the other, the, the, he didn't sell the top right, right? I'm not sure. Which is a different, looks like a variation. Either way, I, I like the play because it's Brady. And Brady's just, you know, safe. They're also serial numbered, so rarity. Right, you know, there's limited production of those. I'm gonna be real buying lots. OG Ryan Johnson early card talk plays. That's where it's at. Each week, these play of the weeks come up. You know, and and you well, there's been a lot of plays of hey, bought this lot, five cards, six cards, broke even on on selling half, and now I'm playing with table. You know, house money. I got to think about it more. I got to think. I like this as a hey, I made five hundred dollars. And I still have a card left. Not I'm breaking even and like they may go to zero. I like this as I made 500 real dollars. Yeah. Now I have an extra card. So even if the Brady goes to zero dollars, I still made 500. I also really love it because it's like, hey, I'm a Brady collector. I flipped these three Brady's so I can get better Brady's. I love that. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I feel like his logo is even has Brady vibes to it. JP3. It's, yeah. It is a little TV 12-ish, right? Yeah, it's a little blue and yellow. Not really, not really a fan of that. I mean, Michigan man, Tom Brady. Mm, didn't do much in Michigan. More of a Patriots man. No, nobody's done much in Michigan, right? Yeah, that's not Let's really be real. <laughs> you're, you're not wrong. Yeah, don't be I mean, they praise him. They're like, he like won five Heisman's and eight national championships. My I mean, the most overrated nothing. coach of all time. But to be fair, though, right? You're like obsessed with Joe Burrow, and that guy never played for Ohio State. Like, it's, it's, I didn't true. save Joe Burrow at Ohio State. Yeah, but you buy Joe Burrow at Ohio State stuff. But sure. I think, it's, I think it's guy. cool. It's unique. There's a lot less of it. You got caught again. Let's move on. Come on, brother. (laughs) All right. So this is from Soggy Mongoose Cards. Uh, It says, not a crazy make a play, but I bought a raw KD auto on 226 for 164. Got it graded with SUC through Ryan. It came back in SUC 95 with 10 auto. Sold it for 500 on 616. I'll include screenshots below. Nice. Can I make two quick comments? Yeah. My first comment is not about the card. It's about the message and Instagram in general. The Instagram thing where like if you send a photo in the chat, you can't open it up more than once is the most annoying. But you can send it and do save in chat. I know. Like that's the, that's like the way to do it. Everyone needs to start doing it that well, way. We just got to teach people how to do that. Yeah. Education. Like IG live tutorial. Yeah. I can't stand when someone sends me a card and I can only look at it one time. It makes me crazy. Anyways, yeah. my other question is, Rye, how do you feel about the auto grids? I'm not a big auto grade guy, unless it's like a clear example of you need it because it's not going to be a 10. Yeah, mixed mi- mixed on it. Like, because I don't think like, you know, I think a lot of people send stuff to like PSA because they don't grade like to like to hide the auto grade. 
right? So like a popular example is like the Steph Curry 2009 contenders. A lot of those autos are trash. A lot of them. So you send them to PSA and get a PSA 10 contenders, which is a hard card to grade. It's not a, it's not a high pop anyways, but you get a PSA 10 and it's like, well, this is a, a eight auto, right? So like, if like, I like it in the case, like a, you get a LeBron SP authentic rookie auto and it grades a nine, but it's got a nice big bold auto on it and you can add a 10 to it. So I think there's, it's, it's a case by case thing. Sometimes it's needed. Sometimes it's not. Yeah. I guess I haven't been buying enough autos to where like that becomes a valuable use. I don't think it can hurt it though. If it has a perfect 10 auto grade, like, I don't think that's a bad thing to have, right? It's better to need it and not, or it's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. It's a great lesson for life. It is. And then stay prepared. Anyway. It's a good job by Soggy Mongoose. I also, you know, Jay, I see what you did there with the screenshot. Soggy Mongoose Cards is my YouTube channel. Give him a little extra love. That's a good job yeah, by you. Just, a little producer touch. I respect him. Yeah. Sent him the cash app. He sent you the money. Yeah. It's his backroom deals all day. All right. So the third one is from Cardboard underscore Chasers. This is this says, Below is my submission for play of the week. After leaving the Philly show disappointed a few Saturdays ago, I decided to grind some eBay auctions. I managed to snag this select field level tricolor Justin Herbert at a 75 PSA 8 for 184.18 with tax and shipping. I flipped it this past Saturday for $540. After fees and fees and shipping, I made roughly $290 in profit. My thought behind this play was buy the card, not the grade. Raw version sold for six to seven hundred consistently. I know this card has room to grow in the next month or two alone, but I decided to take my profit and keep flipping. I figure I can reinvest and make enough money that in the next month or two I could buy a higher graded version of the card I really if I really wanted to. That's pretty good. I'm feeling great about my orange select right now. Let me tell you. So Jay points out something here that is that is a good a good point is the original listing does not mention PSA. Well, because I'd argue PSA eight is like a negative to put in auction. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but if a raw so there's got to be more to this listing though because if raws sell for six to seven hundred dollars, agreed. PSA eight less than raw on this card, right? We could all agree on that. He got less than raw. He got five forty. Why the hell did it sell for one hundred sixty nine dollars? That's beyond you. He also you. sold it three days later. He sold it the same. What is with these people who no, get these that's cards? that's incorrect, by the way, Jay. It was, he said he sold it on Saturday and it was delivered on Thursday. He sold, it says delivered June 17th and then sold oh, June top. 18th. So yeah, if you look on Thursday, you look June on 17th. All right, so the next day. Yeah, he sold it next day. That's pretty good. Thursday to Saturday. I don't get these people who sell these cards like 24 hours. Or they look, he, he said I don't get it was how a tough shot in Philly. Him. He had to go home and grind. <laughs> grind it out. Did you just hear Ryan? <laughs> Why people buy them? I'm like, you can clearly look this card up and see it on eBay. It sold for five hundred. It sold for 170 <sighs> bucks. You're buying it three days later or four days after he sold it originally for four x three x the price. I think it's a phenomenal play. I just don't Agreed. understand how it number one, it sold for 170. Number two, how he sold it 24 hours after he got it for triple. Almost triple. Listen, the buyers right are Kilson 06. Yeah, are Kilson 06. Oh, wait, like, I think it's a good buy, too. That's the funny part. If What's the PSA 10 do? A lot. Yeah, probably without looking, probably 2K. Yeah, a lot. 1752K, probably. It's a, a big card. The field level's a, that's a monster and card. And it's a, it's a numbered card, right? So, like, the lower PSA value actually is halfway decent respect we've talked a lot we, we actually had a specific segment where we and talked i think that's about one of the things that is going to be hot PSA is psa8 
What's going to be hot in the national? Talk to me, right? QB stuff. I agree. That's what people are going to want. People are going to want any and all QBs that are, you know, anybody from 2016 on, because you're probably looking at even borderline Dak and some of those guys. 17 is going to have Mahomes. Then you're going to have eight, 18 with Baker, Lamar, Josh Allen, you know, Josh Allen. Then you're going to get a Kyler. And you, you just, I think that stuff's going to be what people want. So good play. Good job, Cardboard Chasers. Jay, what's the next one? All right, so this one is slabs.to. It says, back in February, I bought a Chris Paul Topps Chrome rookie that looked in very good condition for $125. I sent it into PSA on an express submission and ended up getting it back on June 14th. I put it on eBay and ended up getting a buyer at $1213 US dollars. The $1,500 in the photo is Canadian dollars. Uh, after the PSA fee, I was all into the card at $245. Maybe I couldn't have gotten more if he comes back and plays in the finals, but v- definitely very happy making just under $1,000 profit on minimal risk. A very good job to buy a raw card from 2005 and it tends. That's a very good job. Yeah, and I think that's the big thing here. Is that's that's awesome, right? That's that's just also not super easy to do. So I'm glad it worked out. That's just, that's a, that's a tough play to make because... I'd also guess that... that- slabs was grinding ebay because tops chrome chris paul rookie is going to be really low on the search results that's not showing up high on the results if i had to guess there's no year in that like that's a very basic looking auction. yeah you gotta really be looking knowing what you're looking yeah. you gotta be looking because that's a generic auction right that's what i'm saying but that's on page five of the chris paul <laughs> release we're three maybe four plays in here and the general sentiment and we joke around because I think that we pat on the back. I think we have a good perspective about this overall hobby. And obviously, Ryan and, and your long-term involvement and really knowing the ins and outs of it helps us. But we've got three plays that have pretty much taken place in the last couple weeks. I mean, my man's bought it in February and net in cash. And not that many people are submitting plays to us. Like, the hobby is active. There is demand. And people are making plays. And so Trey Young base, because there's 20,000 of them, may be down a bit, but there's action to be had. And I'm pumped about it. I remain firm that the reason why, the majority of the reason why people are quote unquote freaking out is because they're trying to do the same thing they were doing for the last year and a half. And that's too bad that you can't do the exact same thing anymore. And that's what I think about that. Toys R Us went out of business too. Next. All right, this is from James Canna Cards. It says, it says, footy player of the week for Euros. Arsenal is my favorite Premier League club and following the team, it was clear that the teenager Bukoya Saka was a special talent, although he wasn't receiving the hype like Greenwood and others. I bought a lot of 10 of his extremely rare, he plays for uh, extremely rare rookie Panini stickers last fall from the UK for $12 each. I resold four. I didn't think I could grade nine or 10 for 10 to 15 bucks. I sent the remaining six in two submissions of three each, one economy, one bulk sub. My plan was to capitalize on Euro hype and low pop for the economy ones and hold the bulk for a longer term. I just got the economy back and sold them for around $1,300 after fees, grading, shipping costs. Already up 10x with three still to come. I just want to fist pump when I hear stories like this. This is good work. This is every, yeah, I mean, first, James, tough scenes as a Gunner fan. I mean, you got a long road ahead. Yeah. Saka, real talent. Real talent. UK stickers, real plays to be made. Real plays to be made. My man brings in a bunch, does a self-evaluation, unloads a couple raw, and then not only does he get turn to grading he goes with the, the dual grading system make sure he gets different eyeballs on him veteran rod johnson play yeah respect super respect and let's see arsenal when did he when did he buy them september i mean Saka was on the map in september 
plays to be made. I like it. I also like this thing, can of cards, because I just can of corn, can of corn. It's down to two for me. Uh, this is this uh, honestly, this might be the toughest one. I think I'm going with either I'm either on the Herbert or I'm on the Sokka. See, I'm actually not on either of those. I like the Sokka. I like the Sokka play. I think that's intriguing. I think Sokka's great. Yeah, I, I like the first two. I like the KD. I like the SGC play. Right, I, I still, people are always bashing that there's I no mean, value in SGC. No, I mean regardless of regardless of me or not, right? <laughs> Take that out of there, but I, but I, but in my in my head, I'm gonna pick the I'm gonna pick the Brady. The Brady. I think the Brady's a good one too. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm picking the Brady. I think that's a hey, keep the best one, make five X, sell that. The Saka one's a, a good play too. They're all good plays, right? This, these aren't bad plays. They're all great plays. I would pick the Brady. Listen, if you think I'm taking anything but the Saka play, you clearly <laughs> haven't watched a single episode. Saka. Saka, Saka. I think it's Saka. Just, it's 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 all the things we talk about on our it show, is. right? It's sure? like you commit to someone you know, someone you feel really good about. You buy the ones, you buy a bunch of them. You sell the ones you don't think are going to grade well. You make your money back on those. Send them in multiple grading submissions. You make ten x on just that, and then you have three more coming that you can. Who knows what you're going to get on those? Yeah, and to your point, the guy watch it. He's been watching him play since September. Like, I made this play, sticker play, getting them graded. Yeah, dialed. Yeah, I mean, we could go to the same thing on you know the, the Chris Paul, right? You know, scour an eBay or the the Brady's buying in bulk, right? So many of these plays were all different things we've talked about. So yeah, I think they're all great plays. Good week of play of the week, I think. Agreed. Shout out to everybody who uh, who submitted plays of the week. Again, like Tyler said, we haven't gotten a million of them, so really do appreciate the people that are spending time and sending those to us. Can't uh, can't thank you guys enough, but. That is all we got for play of the week this week. Again, play of the week is brought to you by eBay, your number one spot for all things cards and collectibles. All right. As we wrap it up this week, got latest launch. Don't think there's any football or basketball this week. I think it's only baseball. Hmm. Sounds like a Lou week. Probably not. (laughs) All right. Select baseball comes out tomorrow and then stadium club baseball comes out Friday You've got some stuff like X-Men Metal Universe, Star Wars Mandalorian Season 2, Leaf Trinity Baseball, and Break King Soccer Premium. What's Break King? I don't even know what that is. Repack. I think Stadium Club will be fun. Again, the, we've talked about that before. The, the photography in that product is probably one of the best in, in cards. And if you think, if I think back to the last release, if I remember correctly, there was there's usually one or two cards that end up popping. That someone people are getting in breaks for you know twenty thirty bucks and they can sell the card for like two hundred bucks. So there's definitely usually some something that come out of there that does well that weekend. So Ty Lou, before we wrap it up, let's leave the listeners with a piece of advice or a tip because you know I'm, we're five weeks from the national. What what's what what's one tip today? Let's give a tip at the end of each show for the next four weeks. I like that. I like this. What's what's a tip you'd give someone? going to the national what's a tip you'd give them right now knowing you're five weeks away what tip you giving them know what you want to leave the show with know what you want to accomplish on the way in have a plan great advice have a plan because you're more likely to execute on it reason being it can be so overwhelming you go in and the overload of opportunities agreed potential not sure what to do and and hours will go by and you haven't made any plays, go in with a plan 
and leave a little bit room for some extra sprinkle on top based on what you see. Love it. So Ty, I'm I'm working on creating, I, I've did some videos before like these preparing for the national videos and I'm working on them again this year. And that's one thing I say is like, if you don't go in with a plan, like just think of the time you could spend if you're like, hey, I want to get some Panini silver packs. You got to wait in line for that. Then you want to go get an autograph guest. You got to wait in line for that. Then you want to go get a card graded. You got to wait in line for that. By the time, by the time you know it, you're four or five hours into the day and you've not done a single thing other than those three things. If you don't have a plan, you walk in and it's overwhelming. I think that's so, so true. That's, that's great advice. I think anything involving a line this year, you're going to have to get there first thing in the morning and do and commit to one line a day. So that is my advice. My tip or trick would be if you are planning on going multiple days, look at the VIP packages. The Super VIP includes a parking pass across the street, which is $15 per day to park. The pass is $199 pre-ordered. $15 a day for five days is what, $75? That's $125 after. You get double the VIP packs. So they're going to give out like a little, I'm sure Panini and Tops and all these companies will do these little promo packs you get if you're a VIP, right? So you get double those. And, and with the VIP or super VIP package, you get in 30 minutes early. That means getting in line at those places first. That means going to the VIP night on Wednesday, which I'll talk about. That means, you know, not waiting in general admission line for hours to get in when everybody's dying to get into the show. The VIP packages are worth the money if you're not going for just one day. I can't wait to see Ryan in his bag. Oh at my National. god, he's going to be out of control at the show. You know how we don't see him in Dallas? I don't yeah. expect to see Ryan the whole not week. Once we'll see and him in we the recordings, and that's it. it. The words are minimal. He is just minimal. He shrugs us off. <laughs> he's really busy. He's walking around with his little suitcase. Hey, you want to see what I got? Sure, I'll take a look. Yeah, nice yeah. cards you have here. Yeah, yeah, I'm buying for the shop right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just did a couple I just, I just did a couple buys all right, right now. <laughs> and then all of a sudden comes back boom just made the biggest buy of my career I'm like okay alright I don't Lou let, leave him leave him with something good what, what do you got my tip would be make sure you see every table don't miss out on the table because you're going to come across things like like Ryan and Tyler were saying you're going to come across a lot of things you're going to be overwhelmed but make sure you take the time to go see every table because there could be something that you are completely missing out on. I'm the opposite of you guys. I don't, I hate having a plan when I go into a show because I get too locked in, but you're more of a feel it out guy, more of a feel it out, see what's going to happen, see what's in front of my face and buy the things in front of my face. If you, I feel like if you miss a table, you can miss out on something really, really interesting. So I would make sure you make a point to go to every table. I would argue go to every table every day. That's my opinion, but make sure you see everything. I love it. I have a box of, I think, EPL Prism at home and a box of NFL Prism. And I want to do a giveaway. We're going to do another break. So if you've watched this far into the episode, tweet at 1.37 p.m. saying five weeks till national. And you're going to be entered in to the, I believe it's the most recent NFL Prism. And we're going to break it. And I'm going to send it out in a much more timely manner because now I have a workshop, aka my apartment. How many, how far away are we? Well, five, four and six days when the episode releases. It's exciting. Yeah. I haven't thought yeah. about it until now. I'm looking forward to the fall. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be good. That's all I got for now, guys. 
Peace. That's a wrap on Card Talk this week. Please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen and get notified when we publish a new episode. It'd mean the world to us if you gave us a five-star rating and shared this episode with a friend. We'd love to answer your questions, so email us at cardtalkpod at gmail.com and we'll get to it in the next episode. Card Talk is a 1.37 p.m. podcast and a Gallery Media Group original production.